Can you guess where this phrase comes from? Please pack your knives and go. My name is Nate Carter, and this is today's Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. And my wife and I watch a show called Top Chef, and that's where that phrase comes from. At the end of the show, the competitor who loses uh, is told to please pack their knives and go. And recently, one of the competitors uh, lost the competition because they hadn't salted their food enough. Salt is one of the most basic elements of cooking. And uh, this chef had put together this gourmet, beautiful meal, but had, had missed the element of salt, hadn't, hadn't seasoned it enough uh, so that the judges you know, didn't think it tasted any good. Um, and so I think Jesus makes a very similar uh, comparison to salt here in Luke chapter 14. But let's give a little context first. Luke 14, beginning with verse 25. A large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, If you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else, your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. But don't begin until you count the cost. What Jesus is talking about here is saying, the road of following Jesus is a difficult road. It's a road that is not popular. It's a road that uh, is not easy. Uh, it's, it's a road that is fraught with difficulty. And he goes into many different examples after this that we won't have time to go into here, but you should read it on your own, uh, of people that don't go into a situation without counting the cost. Um, he talks about you wouldn't build a building without first figuring out how much it's going to cost or else you wouldn't have enough money to complete the building. Uh, in a similar way, he's talking about, you know, by comparison, you need to count your relationships with, with your friends, with your even your own family uh, as, as far secondary to your relationship with me. And the idea is that, you know, if you're not fully committed to me to the point where you would even disown your own family because you're willing to follow me, then you're really not able to fully take up your cross and follow me. We, we use that phrase a little bit too casually, I think. The idea of taking up your cross is, is taking up your own instrument of torture, taking up the, the, the thing that would kill you. Um, it's taking up the thing that is most difficult for you to be able to handle, just as Jesus took up the cross to die for our sins. So we are called to, to take the, the ultimate cost, to be able to willingly give up really our entire life in order to follow Jesus, whatever he may ask of us. Now, I find myself, uh, really, that scripture makes itself real to me when I get into a situation where perhaps I need to have a difficult conversation with somebody. Uh, as a pastor, that comes up from time to time. I need to, to talk to someone about uh, a sinful lifestyle that I might be seeing uh, in their lives. Um, or you know, I, I have an opportunity that's going to be coming up to me soon where, where I'm going to have the opportunity to, to be a witness uh, in a, a secular area. And and both of those kinds of situations, where, where, whether I'm um, showing someone kind of uh, their, their sinfulness and, and inviting them to confess, uh, or whether I have the opportunities to evangelize, both of those cause me a lot of anxiety uh, because I'm realizing the cost of what it means to follow Jesus. Uh, it means I need to put myself out there. I need to, to, um, to show someone their sinfulness, and that's uncomfortable, and it's horribly uncomfortable. Um, 
or um, I, I need to share the gospel with someone. And that, that's scary. And, and Satan it does everything he can to prevent that and to make that seem insurmountably scary. Well, it all comes down to salt. At the end of this chapter in Luke 14, verse 34, Jesus says, salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? Flavorless salt is good neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It's thrown away. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Jesus is saying, you know, you're the salt of the earth. You're, you're, you have the opportunity to bring the flavor of Christ uh, into all of your circumstances. But you need to, that's part of counting the cost. It, it means that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring all of Christ into whatever situation I'm in. Um, so in, in my cases, whether it's a difficult conversation I have to enter or, or whether you or I have the opportunity to share the gospel, um, whether you, you have the opportunity to stand up for, for justice for someone who's being treated unfairly, uh, whether you have the, the opportunity to, um, to decide between making a good choice or making a sinful decision, those are all places where you get to interject your salt into the world and be the flavor of Christ. Everyone loves it when a, when a dish is perfectly seasoned and without salt, uh, it's not worth eating. There's only one source of salt in the spiritual life and it's Christ. And you and I have the opportunity. We're the salt shakers of the world. We have the opportunity to bring salt into, the, the, uh, into all the circumstances that we interact with. So my friends, be the salt of the earth today. Be the saltiness of Christ in whatever situation God offers to you to enter into today. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.